Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Well, shall we open with some prayer? Then we'll get right to the word. Boy, I'm, I got something in me today. <laughs> I've been stirred. I've been up since four in the morning. <laughs> now, that might have been partly, partly due to the time change. <laughs> but uh, let's pray father we just thank you so much for your goodness oh lord we're so grateful we're so grateful we're grateful for your presence we're grateful for our salvation lord we're not going to hell we're children of god we're going to heaven heaven's wonderful lord you paid such a high price in the in the death of Christ and so we honor that we exalt you Jesus because you are exalted by the Father above all so we exalt you above all Holy Spirit thank you that you're here with us that we're not comfortless we're not helpless we're not uh, without knowledge of the future we're not without a reminder we're not without the mind of Christ We're not without, we're full of the nature of the resurrection. We're so grateful. We're grateful for the written word, the word of God, the words of God in written form. Thank you, Lord, for preserving this word through all these years, all these generations, and and preserving it for us that we could walk in the truths that were revelation to the early church. To the, to the beginning of the church, those, those precious epistles, and even, Lord, the old covenant, the, the Hebrew Bible as well. We're so grateful. Thank you that um, in the times that we live in, we're in light while the rest of the world is in darkness. And so, Lord, we thank you that we are your vessels, that we are called to be vessels unto honor, and that because of us being in your kingdom and the grace that you've provided, those who are sitting in darkness will see great light because we are that light. You told us we were the light because you live in us. And so, Lord, we purpose to be vessels filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Lord, no matter our station, no no matter our place, We are not after titles. We're not after prestige. We're after a home whose builder and maker is God. And we will use up every natural resource in this earth to accomplish your purposes. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's go to James. James, the book of James, chapter 1 is where we are. We've talked about faith, we've talked about wisdom, and now we're talking about obedience. Do you know Isaac, when there was a drought, sowed and reaped a hundredfold? (laughs) I like that verse. It makes me happy. Because that means it doesn't matter how droughty it is. (laughs) Right? Doesn't matter how droughty it is, right? Well, we haven't had rain hundredfold 
When everybody else is droughting, we be buying. I said, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am on a prophetic, prophetic vein, and it is in me really strong. So just, you know, put all the seatbelts on, plug in, because <laughs> I am on it, all right? It's just rolling in me, has been for a long time. But you can't always say everything at once, so, you know. <laughs> but we're in James, so obedience is key. Um, and faith is a must. And faith, wisdom, and obedience work together. Because wisdom, if we take that word and we, we, go, to the, we go to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, and we understand what a word of wisdom is, wisdom has to do with the future. So prophetically speaking, then also by the Holy Spirit, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter one, which, which I pray over our church, over you every day, that you'd have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And revelation, right? So you're seeing, you're knowing in advance. All right, let's do this. Say it with me. Say, I, because of the Holy Ghost, see what's coming. Okay? Now watch, this spirit of wisdom and revelation is wonderful because... Now, it, it doesn't function if it, like it should if we don't obey. And it takes faith to obey something you don't see yet. We walk by, not by, right? So, you, you're a water walker. If you want to get in a position that you've never been in before... You've got to step out of and go out to where the Lord is. Now, we know from the account with Peter, you don't got to worry about what happens if you start sinking. Come on. You're safe. I'm safe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're in a good position. I'm in a, I'm in a position of strength. Because I'm in him. You're in a position of strength because you're in him. Oh, I don't feel like it. I know. But it's your head. It's not your heart. Your heart has everything in it that already defeated hell. Glory. <laughs> it's true. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead now lives in yeah, not just the preacher. You know, I have to live that. Do you know the anointing doesn't come on me for everyday life? Like it does up here. Some of you are like, well, the anointing's on me. I'm saying I have to walk by faith just as much as you do. And, and I'll be honest with you. When, you, when I leave the, the ministry spot and I roll out into the rest of everything that is day-to-day -day life, that anointing, actually, the residue of it just begins to wane off of me. It's like coming down off a drug. I'm not kidding. It's a unique thing. I know I've done it for years, so I'm used to it. I used to get in a bad mood. And all it did was prove in my lack of spirituality. 
You know, because the mantle comes on and you just go, ah! you're like David. I can run through a troop. I, like, I reverse it. I can run through a wall and jump over a troop. <clears throat> you're like Samson. You're like, bring them on. Just give me a donkey jawbone. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's what it, it's what it, it's the sense you get when the anointing comes on you like that. But <clears throat> every day we have to walk by faith, which means we have to walk in obedience. Right? Walk in obedience. Walking by faith is walking in obedience. It's obeying the word of God. Now, the difference between us and the legalism realm is simply this understanding. I'm not doing it to earn. I'm doing it, doing it because I am. Does that make sense? I'm not doing it to try to get something. I'm doing it because it's already been provided by grace. In fact, I'll just say this, you can't earn anything from the Lord. I'm going to say it again. You cannot, do you know how arrogant that is? To think that you could go ahead and do enough where God was like, oh, you've reached my standard. You've come up to my level. The reason why Jesus came is because by yourself, by myself, I can never get to that level. The law revealed sin and the standard of righteousness. Christ revealed the avenue to righteousness and he fulfilled the law. Does that make the law evil? No. The law is fine. The problem is not the law. The problem is not God. The problem is not the word. The problem is not the Holy Ghost. The problem is not Jesus. The problem is us and the devil. Right? They're the pro that's the two realms of problem. Well, I know a lot of word, brother. I probably know more scripture than most people know. But what are you doing? Because the doer of the word is blessed. The non-doer is deceived. The doer of the word is what? Blessed. The non-doer, the person who doesn't do it, is what? Deceived. That's what James says, right? James, James is very clear on this. So faith is important. Wisdom is important. Obedience is important. So if you get into faith and then you get into wisdom and then you don't walk it out, what happens? No manifestation. Then what happens? This is where new doctrines are formed. Have you ever heard the new doctrines? That must not be for today. That must not be God's will right now. No, God is not the problem. We should say that. Because some of you are still looking at me like a deer in headlights. Well, you don't know what I went through, preacher. <laughs> well, let me help you with something if you want to go down that path. The scripture says Jesus was tempted in every way that we are yet without sin. It also says that he feels the, the, the infirmity, the, the feeling of our infirmity. He felt it. Because he's then able to what? Help you in any situation you're in. So if I try to go down the path of, well, you don't know how bad it is. Jesus, you just don't know what we went through. 
It's easy to pray that when you don't see him, but if he was standing before you, you'd watch your words. You'd watch them. I know, we all should get the WWJD bracelets again. <clears throat> yeah, they're on sale, all right. <clears throat> and the reason why we deal with these things is because we live in this world that the system is run by Antichrist spirits. Right? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly the issue. And so when we realize this and then we begin to walk in truth, we're going to encounter opposition. We're already encounter, encountering opposition. Sometimes people are like, well, I'll just leave the devil alone and then he'll leave me alone. No, he's a murderer. He's just going to murder you while you just pretend like he's not, you're not seeing him. We may get into this today in the main service, but one of the phrases in John 10.10, 10, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. One of them is, he comes to butcher. He's a butcher. And he wants to butcher humanity. He does. <clears throat> so, when we walk in obedience... What we do is we drive the enemy away from us and we release the resurrection within us to empower us to enslave the flesh to righteousness. See, I have all the power that I need to live free from all the desires of the flesh. And so do you. If I don't, it is unreasonable for the Lord to put Romans 13, 14 in the scriptures. That we're to make no provision for the flesh, we're to what? Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's unreasonable for the Lord to put Romans chapter 6 in the scriptures, which is temporal sanctification. What is temporal sanctification? Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, he said, enslave your members to righteousness. That means I make this body do good. I, what's a slave? Does a slave have freedom? So your flesh shouldn't have any freedom. Right Now, what am I doing? Am I earning anything? No, I'm releasing the reality of the resurrection within into my natural. So I'm releasing the power of God into me so I don't have to allow my eyes to function in lust. Are my eyes a member of me? Are your eyes a member of you? You can control them. Well, I feel it. Well, you're walking by faith and not by sight. Feeling something in the natural is not a leading. Sorry, spirit-filled people. <laughs> well, I really feel the Holy Ghost when Pastor Joy and the team are up here leading worship. You probably feel some stuff because the Spirit of God is ministering and that external part of you, I said external part of you, I said external part of you, I said external part of you, feels that and it feels good. But that is not faith. 
That's the result of faith. I can control my body. I can make my body smile. I can make my body not buy things it shouldn't. You know, people do, they pretend like I was just walking through life, slipped on a banana peel, and boom, everything went to hell. No. Nope, that's not how it happens. Lies. Those are lies. I just woke up one day, and me and my spouse don't like each other anymore. Nope. That's lies. That's lies. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Nobody is going through life and, and, and making choices, and they're not adding up. They add up. Well, what am I going to do? You've got to make different choices. You have to obey. Just obey. Trust and obey. <laughs> right? If I say out of my mouth, well, depression just, I can't get rid of it. When the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, you need to retrain your emotion. Well, that's just psychology. Yet the world and many Christians believe in psychology uh, in, in the arena of death more than they do in the arena of life, even though many times Christians, you know, of course, the believers are born again. They'll side with the world over the word. They'll not let the word of God get in the way of what they believe. I love Andrew Womack. I just, that's such a good statement. There is no substitute for obedience when receiving answers to problems. A.W. Tozer said, much of our difficulty as Christians stems from our unwillingness to take God as he is and adjust our lives accordingly. Ed Cole said it this way, a ton of prayer will not produce what an ounce of obedience will. Prayer has its place, but it cannot, it, prayer does not replace obedience. Prayer has its place, but it will not replace obedience. Well, I'm just waiting to have, I'm waiting for the Lord to just change my feelings. Stop waiting and do what you're supposed to do. Do you, enslaving your body, does that have anything to do with feelings? It has nothing to do with feelings. Well, I'm annoyed. Well, you're carnal. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Amen, right? I mean, we're, we're the strong group, right? I mean, we came early. We, we signed up for this, right? <laughs> Hearing from wisdom and then not acting will produce the same results in our lives as never hearing. The person who starts in faith and gives up after a month gets the same results as the person who never started in faith. How many have seen the picture, the cartoon picture of the guy, and it's a never give up theme, and he's digging through the ground, 
and he's digging, 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 and you can see the tunnel, and then he stops, and it shows him turning around with the, the pitchfork, and he's walking, dragging it back, and you can see the rest, and he's like this far from diamonds, but he quit. Don't quit. Well, I, I looked at pornography again. Don't. Well, I feel bad. Good, you should. I know, that's another one that people don't like. If you have no conviction about looking at it, I've got a bigger problem. <laughs> I mean, the sword of the Spirit will just cut through darkness like a hot butter through knife. You know what I mean. Like a hot knife through butter. I better not use food illustrations. We could lose everybody if I... Actually, if the sword of the spirit was butter, a knife wouldn't have a chance. But, but the sword of the spirit will cut through darkness like a hot knife through butter. Doesn't matter if it's cold, frozen butter. If the knife is hot enough, it's going through. Amen. <laughs> I got my tongue tangled. All right. I mean, I got my tang tangled. Okay, so James chapter 1, verse 21. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and the overflow of wickedness. And receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Listen, if you, i got to go back to this. If you're going to get free, you better believe what I just said. Because I didn't say it, the Lord did. If you want to get free of something, you better believe that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Or you can keep sitting in your pity and keep moping. I can feel the fire. I'm just, I need to translate it correctly. <laughs> Come on. Stop it. Get some fight in you. I mean, let the fight that's in you rise up and begin to declare it. I don't care if you have to go by yourself, you know, get alone in the, in the hills or get alone in your, in your house. Whatever you have to do, you start declaring, this thing will not rule over me. I will not allow it in my life. This is not going to destroy my life. I am a child of the Most High God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. This weapon formed against me will not prosper. Devil, you are defeated. I tread on you. Father, I thank you that you've forgiven me as I've confessed this, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and the power within me is greater than the power that is in the world you have to get that way with your enemy don't wait for me to do it for you come on you get you you you, you can't be a Saul Christian you can't look at your armor and go put David put this on for and go and go defeat Goliath for me I defeat Goliath for me you defeat Goliath for you. You rise up with the resurrection within you and defeat every foe that is against you. No matter what it comes dressed as. Amen. Amen? Come on. People say, well, what? do you have to say that? There's, it's a warning by the Holy Ghost. 
if you don't get a hold of it and stop it, it's going to cost you. And I'm not talking, forgiveness always, the Lord will always forgive you. But how many realize this? There are harvests for no repentance. You have got to see this, guys. Listen, I had a lunch this week. If I told you what, what it was about, and I know things that people don't know, you would understand perfectly why situations happen the way they did in your life or in other people's lives. And when secret things are left in secret because of pride, pride hides, humility opens up. What's going to be difficult? It will be more difficult if you don't deal with it. It will be more costly. I'm warning you by the Holy Ghost. It could be somebody online. It could be anybody in the room. I know from whence I speak. You say, what do you mean? On the pornography issue. The Lord gave me the victory. And I walked it out. And I'm not enslaved. To the point where my mind doesn't even have a trace of it anymore. <laughs> so there's victory, there's freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. I like freedom. And freedom requires humility. You know, if you're a person who's acted a fool in public to somebody or treat, mistreated them, you need to apologize. I'm not saying, we're not going to have, a, I'm not handing the mic out for people to start confessing this morning. People say, well, you're supposed to confess your sin. No, no, that's not what it's talking about, all right? If you acted a fool, you need to repent and humble yourself. <laughs> Wanna, well, I'm just going to confess to Jesus, but what about all the people you hurt? Amen. I said amen. I want, I want to win, don't you? I want to win. And, and, and my, and your per, perception of, or my, really it boils down to my false perception about myself is not what's more important than walking in humility with the Lord. Amen. All right, all right, all right. I know it's a little bit of a broad brush, but you're going to have to work that out with the Lord, right? So lay aside all filthiness in the overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Romans 13, 14 says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. We looked at several scriptures under verse 21, and I'm not going to go back over them. Um, but part of our victory is the second phrase in, in verse 21, which is receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. That's not talking about when you were born again. That's talking about your mind, your will, and your emotions. So the written word of God saves your soul. Do you know your soul needs saving every day? Yes. 
Every single day, it needs saving. Now, many times people hear things like this and they think, this is too simple. But what we don't realize is, is that the fruit of the Spirit character issues are the ones that then affect how we flow in the gifts of the Spirit. All right? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, right? We know that as the love chapter, right? But it is also the chapter which tells us, explains to us how the gifts of the Spirit will be fruitless in our lives if we don't walk in it. Do you know that people are prophetically gifted and they're not wrong? But since they're underdeveloped in the fruit of the Spirit, they actually interpret incorrectly what they're seeing. So they'll actually see something in the Spirit, know something by the Spirit. They'll see what's going to take place or potentially, but because their soul is unrenewed and untrained uh, in character issues, they'll actually translate or interpret what they see incorrectly. This is why you get the conflict within yourself or in a service sometimes. Somebody will hear and see something. They'll have a prophetic word. But inside of you, you're like, I know what they're saying is right, but something's off. Yes, it's the interpretation of what's being seen. Because that interpretation has to come through who? A vessel. This is why no matter what, we are to what? Judge, prophecy, and gifts of the Spirit always, right? I've done this, share a prophetic word in anger, right? Even if there is a rebuke, right? Even if something has to, it should come through a motivation of what? Frustration? Love, right? This is why these things are important, watch. If I don't have my character under my body under control and, and the fruit of the spirit operating in me at a high, high level, it's difficult for me how to, to hear where to invest my money. <laughs> Come on, help, stretch with me a little bit here, okay? Help me, help me. People say, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to give up this and that in order to do that. Yeah, that's exactly what you're gonna have to do. It's exactly what you're gonna have to do. Well, I don't know if I want to give that up. Well, be a rich young ruler then. That was said in love. Now, frustration. <laughs> See, the rich young ruler, what was the problem? Is the problem the money? Nothing to do with the money. It's his heart. A person of character... A person that values the treasures of God above the treasures of earth has no problem separating with the treasures of earth if it means the treasures of God. Think about this. Jesus didn't just say, give up your money. He said, come and follow. He was inviting him into the inner circle. Come on, we all say, oh yeah, if Jesus asked, if I was on the earth when Jesus was here. But yet, how many people actually stayed with him? Come on, this is more serious than people realize. We have to look at the numbers. How many of the religious leaders believed, and they are saved, but they refused to be open about it because for fear, guess what they lose out on? Levels of intimacy that would have been there. 
See, when you think eternity backwards, this isn't hard. Because you know this is temporal. Come on, how many was like just yesterday you were in sixth grade looking at the clock going, oh my gosh, I wish this was over. <laughs> Listen, just the other day, just the other day, me and Heidi had three kids that weren't even in school. And now I'm sending a second off to college. Gone. I don't know about you. I want to go right to the club where Paul and the boys are that wrote the book. I don't want to get into heaven and wander around and like, I want to be part of the out resurrection. Uh, some people don't even know what that is. No, guess you have to go watch the whole series on Philippians to find out. It's only like 100 messages long, so have fun. <laughs> Be a doer of the word. We need to receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save our souls. Humility, receiving in. Lord, I see from your word, from this mirror and this light, Father, that I'm doing something I shouldn't be here, and I'm not meaning to, but my mind isn't right here, and my flesh is out of control, but I thank you that you've given me provision for both those things. So by faith, Lord, I apologize, I repent over, or I, this was sin, I confess it, I know you forgive me, and so Lord, I just take this, and I begin to make changes by faith, and I commit to you, Lord, that I'm gonna do this word right here. And then you walk like this. This is what I look like. Well, they were mean to you. Bless those who curse you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Well, they hit you on the one cheek. Turn the other cheek. Well, you know, Lord, that you know what they've done to me before, but then, all right, here's the other one. But most people do this. You see what you're not doing, Heidi? You see what the problem is here? Preachers are just as guilty. I'm, it hits me just as hard. You see what you're not doing? You see how messed up your hair is? Did you even bother getting ready this morning? <laughs> now, it's one thing if I go, oh, man, yeah, I got to fix that. Okay, I'll fix that. So I remove that plank out of my eye. And then I, I see something with Heidi, and we have a relationship where I can do this. And girls do this all the time. Do you know what they do? I've watched Heidi do this. I'm sorry, I'm going to oust you here. <clears throat> it's easier to ask for forgiveness than, than permission. <laughs> this won't be bad. <laughs> girls, girls take out of their purse a little mirror, like in a restaurant or whatever. And I watch them, they'll flip it open down low. And they'll do this. Because <laughs> we just got done eating broccoli, right? That's okay if I do that with this. Hey, hey. Look, look. You got, you got something in your teeth, yeah. Look. 
No, I just used it. Yeah, I got it all. You, we ate broccoli. It's spinach. It's, that's okay, right? But sometimes what we do, and I've done it, I, I, I'm changing. I'm growing. I'm changing. I'm growing. You need to say that about yourself. I'm changing. I'm growing. I, I'm not going to be stuck in this low level of spirituality. I'm going up. I'm growing up. I'm taking responsibility for myself. I'm not going to make this about everybody else. I'm going to own me and I'm going to fellowship with the Lord and he's going to help me grow. And I'm going to fulfill everything I'm supposed to fulfill while I'm on here, here on earth. I'm going to walk it all the way out. The favor of God is upon me. The hand of God is upon me. It's on my family. I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. And devil, you can take your diseases and your cancer and you can just go to hell with them because I don't want any of them. You can take your corruption. You can take your globalism. You can take all of it. I will stand on the written word. <clears throat> but what we do is many times, and I did this many times as a young believer especially, I, have, how many of you have ever seen, I love these flashlights. Have you seen the commercials for the flashlights? Like you turn the thing on. Well, first of all, the, tr the flashlight can be driven over by a truck and it doesn't break. I like that. That's a neat feature to me. <laughs> right? I mean, that's like, I'm like, yes, I love that thing. And then it's smaller so it can kind of fit in your pocket. But when you turn it on, it'll light up a mountain. Have you ever seen those? They have so many lumens and all this stuff, right? What we often do, you realize this is a million candle. What's a big, what's a, that's a lot, but what's a, is there a bigger one? Couple mil? We'll say this is the max lumen or max candle flashlight right here. Which is great for finding things in the dark. But if I walk up to Dale and just turn it on in front of his face... you see all these problems you have, Dale? <laughs> and then when I pull it, what happens when you see a bright light and then you pull it away from, what do you see? Nothing. All you see is spots. You say, what does this have to do with doing the word? If we're focused on ourselves and, and obeying ourselves, we'll treat others with graciousness. After I remove the plank from my eye, I'm pretty gentle with the splinter in yours. Verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So that's the other side of it, right? If I don't do what I hear, what I have tended to see in my own life and others through the years is that I actually become the judge and the jury. And last time I checked, the Godhead doesn't, isn't giving out applications. There's still three, and there will forever be three. That's it. I don't get to be in there. Well, it hurts my feelings. To quote Candace Owens, get a helmet. All right. I like Candace Owens. <laughs> she's, she's tough. She was at some event, I don't remember what it was, but anyway, it was on a university. And she's full on pregnant. I mean, she's about, I mean, she's close. 
And this lady came up who wanted to argue, and she said, well, what about all the people in here that you're hurting their feelings? She said, life is tough, get a helmet. She said, I'm too pregnant, I don't have time for this. <laughs> she went on, right? It is, life is tough, get a helmet. I mean, we're in the middle of this. If we're gonna be concerned about trying to live from our feelings, we'll never live from the spirit. Right? Okay. Verse 23 and 24. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. I need to go back and I need to say this. Stay on those verses there. I, I need to say this. If I... As a believer, if I am going to determine whether I obey based on my circumstances and everybody else around me, then I'm in disobedience. I'm going to say it again. If I'm going to regulate my life, and this totally hurts the flesh, and it hurts your soul, not your spirit, your soul, the part that can grieve, your emotions, if I'm going to wait for others to obey so that I can obey the Lord, I will never grow spiritually as I should. If I wait for somebody else to finally walk in love so that I can walk in love, guess what I'm doing? I'm remaining immature. If I'm going to wait for somebody to say it just the way I need to hear it, I did, yeah, <laughs> what, what am I? I'm immature. Well, I'll be nice to them when they're nice to me and I'm a baby. I'm literally guilty. I'm going to teach on judging others. It's coming. I'm literally guilty of what I'm accusing them of. I'm doing what I don't want them... The devil is a deceiver. Well, they hate me. We'll love them. Well, I don't feel like it. Jesus didn't feel like loving me. How many good feelings do you think he had on the cross right after he got beat, beaten to basically unrecognition? Do you think he was walking by feeling at that point? I just feel gooey about all these people. I can't wait to die for them. I know it sounds extreme, but it's actually, it is. He, he, he demonstrated that. Okay. Verses 23 and 24, some thoughts, and then we're done. The person who does not act on what they hear from the word of God disregards the solutions to the problems they are facing. As stated earlier, we cannot pray where we are required to obey. I, I, can't, I can't cover in prayer my disobedience. <clears throat> Amen. Okay, all right, another one. I cannot mentally assent to the word of God <clears throat> to get a change that only obedience can produce. Do you know what mental assent is? I agree with that. 
I agree with what you're saying, preacher. I agree with what you're saying, Lord, and then don't do it, and what results do I get? See, many times we substitute agreement with, for obedience. Well, I know that's right. Well, do it, and you'll have a result. I know, I know I'm supposed to do this, Lord, and he's going, Sean, do it. Just do it. <clears throat> it's not unreasonable for him to say that. Why? Because he's empowered me to... Yay. Yay. Glory to God. Well, they were mean to me and it hurts my feelings. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to have my flesh and feelings beat for you while on this earth. Thank you, Lord. I'm participating in the sufferings of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this. This is my only opportunity to do it because I know once you come back, that sucker's dead. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is our opportunity to prove our mettle. Ooh. I just, you, the battle gets better the longer you're in it. You say, why? Because I haven't died yet. I figured out God will keep me if I do what he says. Oh, it's, it's stinky down here. It, it, it smells like war, sounds like war, feels like war. But in the middle of it, when we go, all right, grab the spoils, boys. We're headed over the hill to the next group. Mm. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm on a winning team. Last point. Notice in this verse that a major benefit to obedience is remembering. A major benefit to obedience is remembering. It becomes a part of your thinking. Sometimes people aren't remembering because they're not doing. Obedience is key to stopping forgetfulness. Obedience is key to stopping forgetfulness. Amen? Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.